Well, good morning to you and welcome to Brighton Road for our Christmas morning service. A very Merry Christmas to you all. Thank you for coming. We have friends from all over here. I know we've got people from Suffolk. Welcome back to the Suffolk contingent. Anybody come from further than Suffolk to be with us this morning? Okay, I think you win the prize for that one. And well done, thank you very much indeed. And Phil is here, welcome Phil. Have you been up all night, Phil, again? You have? Okay. No point in asking who's, who got up earliest this morning, but apart from Phil, who had a really early start this morning? How early were you? 3.30. Don't your parents love you? Absolutely, yes. Any three other 3.30s? Yes. 2.30. Did you stay up or did you go back to bed? Went back to bed. That's the sensible option. Yeah, okay, fantastic. Well, we, we're coming here with a sense of joy and with a sense of celebration. And we are thanking God for the gift of his son. Born to be our king. Born to be Emmanuel. Born to be God with us. Right here, right now. A light in a dark place. And so Christ is born among us. Christ is born for us. So we come and celebrate the birth of God's Son. Let's stand and sing. Come and join the celebration. Sit down. Amen. We're going to have a responsive prayer on the screen. We say together the words in Europe. Simply, we thank you, God, for Jesus. So we say, we thank you, God, for Jesus. Born for us. Not in grandeur, but in humility. We thank you, God, for Jesus. A babe laid in a manger and shrouded with love. That should be in yellow. We thank you, God, for Jesus. Oh, there it is again. Okay. Never mind. Given in a time of chaos to still the world, we thank you, God, for Jesus, who showed us how to live, how to love, and how to be. We thank you, God, for Jesus, who followed where you led, even unto death. We thank you, God, for Jesus. Born then and now for them and us and me, we thank you, God, this Christmas day. Amen. You took the initiative there. That, that was in white, but you could say it in yellow. I don't mind. It's okay. That's fine. It's all right. We're going to listen to the opening verses of Luke chapter 2, story of Jesus' birth. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. And this was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea. To Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. And he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Let's stand and sing together on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> 
On Christmas Day, a humble girl gives birth to hope for all the world. This is Emmanuel. How awesome and mysterious the Lord of angels near to us. This is With night from day, now feebly clutch a blade of hay. This is Emmanuel. Majestic King, now small and weak, the word of God learn to speak. This is Shepherds come and bow to him, the Lamb who takes away our sin. This is Emmanuel. For God has entered time and space to show the world his endless grace. This is Emmanuel. sit down and we're going to listen to the opening words of John's letter this is John's response to God being born among us in, in Jesus that which was from the beginning which we've heard which we have seen with our eyes 
which we have looked at and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared. We've seen it and testified to it. And we proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. I'm going to engage in some shameless bribery now. Because we had a nativity service, a Christingle service last week. We had a Christingle service in Heron Way yesterday. And we have some sweets left over, which are in plastic bags. Uh, but there's no orange, I'm afraid. But if you would like to come and show us something that you had for Christmas, you can have a reward by having a packet of sweets for doing so. And I'll, I'll extend this to adults as well if you want to join in. We are... There you are, Ali. Especially for you, that was. If, if you'd rather not be on camera, because we are welcoming people joining us online, please can I ask you to go to Father Christmas over there, he's disguised as Michael. And uh, he has a, a tub with, with sweets in on the, on the blue chairs there. And uh, he can re relay to us what you have, but you don't have to appear on camera to talk about it. So, if anybody would like some sweets, the, the, the deal is you come and talk about what you've had for Christmas. So, anybody going to come out and share? Sorry? Oh, well, there we are. Okay. Next year you'll know. Okay, so what have we got? Uh, I got my rugby Which you promised not to throw around in church. Your rugby ball, that's fantastic. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. They're great. Lovely. Okay, so what have you got? A BB. Okay, right. Is it Paul? Ah, brilliant. Okay, fantastic. Thank you. A car and a dinosaur. Brilliant. Thank you much. This is enormous. We're with octopus for our, for our energy. Is that an octopus toy? Here we go. Lovely. Thank you. That's great. Ah. It's in his box. Ah, okay. Jolly good. I think you do have a sweet for that, thank you. And what have you got? A little doggy. Fantastic. Uh, who's having the sweets? You or? <laughs> okay, there we go. All right, so. Guys, what have you bought? Is it under there? Okay, can I come see? Oh, wow. Okay, fantastic. And is yours under there as well? Okay, lovely, fantastic. A, a plug and play, a plug and play puzzler. There we go. I know you. I can see you're losing bits. It's coming apart. And Kieran, what do you think? You've got some tools. Here we go. There we go. You've got two bags. What did you get? An elf. Lovely. Thank you. Are you coming? Are you sure? Wonderful. Anybody else? <laughs> Have some speech for that, Michael.
I did notice that there was something in common. Oh, what, what do we say, Michael? What do you have over there? Uh, what was the first one? A toy dragon and a scooter. Lovely. Thank you very much indeed. That's great. I did notice that everyone who came forward did have something to show for it, which is great. I have a present here. Would anybody like to um, unwrap this present? Yeah, come on in. You can open it. What's inside? Nothing. Oh. Did anybody get one of those advent calendars that had nothing in on one of the, on the, one of the days? Did you read about that? A company uh, sent out an advent calendar on one of the days there was no chocolate in the window as a sign of, you know, enabling people to recognise there was injustice in the world and parents were up in arms about it. There were two chocolates in the following day but actually, it wasn't a good move from the company's point of view. But you, you see, there's nothing in there. Supposing I were to think that God's in there. You don't believe me? Can you see God? Put your hand inside, feel around. Can you feel God? So how do you know whether God's in there or not? You don't know. You just use empty box. I could, I could say, this is the greatest gift ever. This is God for you. And you could take it home. But it wouldn't make much difference to you, would it? No, okay, fair enough. You, you can't see love, you can't feel love, you can't touch love, but a present is given with love. It doesn't, doesn't that make it important? It does. So you take it because someone loves you? Yeah, you think you'd have more of a cardboard box, wouldn't you? Okay, fantastic. Do you want to take it or do you leave it? Does anybody else want God in a box? Free. Yeah, okay, here we go. Fantastic, lovely. Thank you very much indeed. That's really good. Brilliant. Thank you for your help. Lovely. Okay, that's good. An empty box. Nothing inside it. All of the gifts that were brought forward were things that we could see and we could touch. We knew that they were real. God, you can't see God. You can't touch God. So when God wanted to show us that he was real, he gave his son for us. He came as a baby, born in Bethlehem. Someone people could see. Someone people could touch. God manifesting himself among us in a way that actually people could relate to and understand. Not an empty box where God may or may not be inside. A baby. Now again, some cynical people will say, well, it's just a baby, isn't it? Let me tell you now, there is never anything that is just a baby, okay? I say that, you never say that in the presence of a mother. It was just a baby, isn't it? You never, ever do that. But, I mean, what marks this baby out? Why is this baby God? What's so special about this baby? It's just a baby. But then you read the story of Jesus' birth, and you have the story that his mother was a virgin. You've got angels appearing to shepherds. You've got wise men following a star. All of these weird and wonderful things happening surrounding this birth that say, this isn't just a baby. This is God. 
This is God coming into our world in a way that we can see and the way that we can touch and the way that we can relate to. And you might say, well, still, how do I know? How do I know? The evidence is there, but how, what proof can you give me? Well, the best thing I can say is, if this baby really is God coming into the world to be Emmanuel, God with us, the best thing you can do is say, Jesus, if you are really God, would you come into my life and be God with me? And see what happens. You might just discover that all that stuff you read about the love of God is real. Because Jesus is real. And he shows that God is real. You want to know that God loves you? Ask Jesus into your heart. And he will let you know one way or another. Because Jesus shows us the reality of God and the reality of God's love. We're going to light the candles now. And I think our students are going to come and do that for us. He says, in faith. Is that right? One, two, three, four. Okay. Five. Lovely. Thank you. Brilliant. I'll, I'll vacate the microphone for you and let you... Um, into a world sorely in need of your light, you are born. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot put it out. The call of Christ begins in a baby's cry. Fantastic. Thank you all very much indeed. Let's stand and sing, Thou didst leave thy throne and thy kingly crown.
Do please sit down, let's pray. Lord Jesus, we think of you saying, foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head, and we recognise there was no space, no room for you when you were born. We pray today for people who aren't living in their own homes. Refugees those seeking shelter, those who've had to flee their homes because they're not safe or loving places to be, those who found themselves in debt and therefore unable to sustain rent or payments and find themselves without a place to live. Thank you for the different agencies working with them and for them. We pray for provision for them to keep them safe and warm across the cold winter months. And ask that in these coming months you would bring alongside them people who can sort them out and find a home for them. We thank you for the many people who are working today. People in the NHS. People volunteering to give COVID vaccinations. People in the emergency services. Thank you for their dedication and commitment. Pray for your blessing upon them. Pray for safety for them and use them to bring safety to others, we pray. We think of those who are alone today. Alone because they've lost someone they love. Alone because they have no family. Alone because they were going to be with family and friends today, but they're having to isolate. And pray, Lord, for your peace and your presence, your comfort and strength to be with them. And Lord, we're going to go home and we're going to have a a meal together. Thank you that we share food as well as company. We pray for those who will be hungry today. And pray that in the coming days they would find sources of sustenance. And as we gather here together in the warm in each other's company, we thank you for one another. Thank you for this church. Thank you for our extended family, for the love and sense of belonging that we have. 
the privilege of caring for others and being cared for in turn. People to rejoice with when we rejoice. People to weep with when we weep. Thank you for making us part of your family. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, regular attenders at Brighton Road will be familiar with this part of the service. Um, I was going to ask um, Michael to come up, but I can't actually see him anywhere. Has anybody seen Michael? Is there, is, I can see Father Christmas over there, but... <laughs> come on, Michael. Um, and Sandra and Sue, I'd like you to come up as well, if that's okay, sorry. Pass the baby. Um, just want to take this opportunity um, to thank all of you uh, for what you do. It's not just Tim and Michael, um, it's their families as well. And so we recognise all that you give up in order to serve us here. I seem to remember last year saying it had been a tough year. Um, I think this year has been even harder. And so we recognise all that you do for us. Um, you've just prayed, thank you God for a loving family. We thank God for you. Um, for the work you do among us. And so, again, I'm going to give them to the ladies. Because right. <laughs> that always seems to be the safest thing to do. To <laughs> um, so say, this is a token of our love, to say thank you for all of you. Thank you very much indeed. Um, just to... Uh, Thank you very much, and thank you very much. Um, it's a real privilege to be able to be here with you and uh, be able to worship with you on the occasions when we are able to worship together, uh, to be able to join with one another and fellowship together. These are such important things for us. So bless you, thank you, and uh, our greatest desire is that we as uh, church, as uh, family, um, share that love that has been shared with us by God uh, with others around and about us in ways that we're allowed to do and uh, in ways that we can find to do. So bless you all. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, as David says, this has been a tough year, but thank you for staying the course, keeping the faith, supporting each other, coping with all the compromises that we've had to engage in over the past year with such good grace. We are deeply grateful to you for your kindness and support and love and hard work over this past year. It's a privilege to be minister here, so thank you and bless you all. Very grateful to you for your kindness and your generosity. Thank you. Can we have our reading up, please? Ken, thank you. John chapter 1, verses 1 to 18. 10 to 18 it should be, but I'll start at verse 1 anyway, because it's there, and that saves you having to find it, so that's okay. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light, he came only as a witness to the light. The true light, that gives light to every man, was coming into the world. 
He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testifies concerning him. He cries out, saying, this, is, was, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. From the fullness of his grace, we've all received one blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. Let's stand and sing together, born where the shadows lie. get or give a present with one of these on today? 
Anybody? Yeah, some of you. What do they mean? Kisses? Kisses? Why? Why should an X mean a kiss? No? Any ideas? They're all virtual kisses this year because of COVID. In church, that's a good thing because virtual kisses are usually holy kisses, where the other kind aren't necessarily always holy. So, virtual kiss to all of you. Why, why, why X for a kiss? There's different views on this. Some people think it's to do with the pronunciation X. Sounds a bit like kiss. Sorry? Well, I can't see that. But there are people that say, yeah, it, it is like two lips meeting. Anybody, can anybody else see that? No. You need to have the right kind of mind. And you've obviously got the right kind of mind, so that's really good. Um, yeah, I wasn't going to mention that because I can't see it, but you can, so that's fine. Fantastic, that's really good. Well, maybe. Maybe so. People think that back in the Middle Ages, when you couldn't write, you used to, to kind of mark the sign of an X. And that represented... Honesty, sincerity, and faith. It was a sign, I stand by whatever is written. If they couldn't read it, there I am an honest person. But why the X? And some people think that yes, the X is kind of the same shape as a cross, uh, but tipped over a little bit. And um, the X sign represents Christ. X is the first letter of the Greek word Christos, is the Greek word Chai, uh, so it represents Christ, but also, as we know, Christ died on a cross. So why choose an X to represent sincerity and faith? It's because, actually, the X, on the, the X that we write represents the cross on which Jesus died. And where you send a present putting an X to say, I love you, the first one of those was apparently done in 1763, and that person got seven crosses. That's how much they were loved. Um, but God showed how much he loved us with just one cross. The cross on which Jesus died. It's the heart of the Christian faith. When you were in trouble, you need someone to come alongside you and be with you and rescue you. And the cross is the sign that Jesus is that person. He is God with you no matter what situation you find yourself in. He is there with you for you, to be with you and to save you. The cross is the ultimate sign of God's love. I've said Merry Christmas to people more times than I can count this year already, but Merry Christmas to you all, just for good measure. But we tend to say Christmas with a silent T. Have you noticed that? Unless you have been to elocution lessons, you tend not to say Merry Christmas. We just tend to say Merry Christmas. And Chris, well, Christmas is the celebration of Christ. Christmas is the celebration of Chris. <laughs> and while I know some really nice people called Chris, they're not quite worth celebrating in the same kind of way. And if I were to say, Chris, help me, I'm not quite sure what would happen. But if I'm in trouble and I say, Christ, help me, then he's there for me, and he's with me, and he gives me the strength I need, and in sometimes unexpected ways, he comes out and sorts out the situation in which I find myself. So Chris doesn't save anybody. Christ does. And when we leave the T out of Christmas, it's like we leave the cross out of the Christian message as well. 
The cross is there right in the middle of it because the cross is the sign of God's love. The cross is the reason Jesus came. It's there that Jesus gave his life for you, dying your death so that you can share in his risen life. I don't know how much Christmas has cost you this year, but God paid the full cost of Christmas, the cost of your redemption in full, by giving his son to you and for you. That's why, that's why we gather to worship Christ on Christmas Day. Because the cross is God's love to us and our salvation through Christ. So let's stand and sing together. Christians awake, salute the happy morn. Christians awake, salute. for the three vicars talking about various things. They were talking about Christmas. One of them said her favourite Christmas sweatshirt had spoilers on it. He dies. Christ was born. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Go and have a fantastic Christmas day. We are back here as many as you wish to uh, for Boxing Day tomorrow at 10.30. If you've had enough of staying at home, come and join us for Treasure Hunt on Boxing Day. But if not, then God bless you. Have a wonderful Christmas. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace this Christmas, in the new year, and evermore. Amen. <laughs>